What is up, listeners, entrepreneurs, and business owners? Welcome to part two of my conversation with East End Explorer owner, entrepreneur, businessman, built the business he loves, Eric Wurzberg. My man, welcome to part two of this conversation on the Stronger Business Podcast. If you all are listening right now and you have not gone back to listen to last week's episode, last week's episode was all around how to build a business you love. This week, Eric, we're talking about how to run, manage, and maintain a business you love without screwing it up. Dude, I'm excited for today. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Good to see you again. All right, dude. Today is going to be awesome. This is that whole, like, we've got it. We built it. We got something we love. We now have free time, which is the holy grail of the business owner. But there's a pull there to where you're like, oh, what do I do now? Or I feel like I need to like get into something else. We were just talking about that, right? Yep, yep. And so this episode is all about somewhat going against what we're seeing and hearing right now um, of scaling, growing, bigger, doubling, tripling, 8x, 10x, all the things you and I are going to talk about today. We both right now have built something we love. How do we not screw it up and how do we avoid the pressures of scaling just because that's what people are telling us to do or society's driving us to do in our business? Staying true to ourselves and analyzing what we always really wanted out of life, I think. You got it, man. Not losing sight of what we really want in life and what we, again, when we start loving something for some reason, I don't know if it's boredom or guilt, we're subject to screw that up. Mm -hmm. And you and I are going to dive in now on how we make sure that doesn't happen. How do we enjoy where we're at or how do we really like love the journey more so than the hustle and grind and a lot of stuff that we've we've spent the last 15 years getting us here. Um, I think we're we're both in a place in our business where we see opportunities to scale and there's way more demand than we can manage and supply right now with with staffing and mm-hmm. services and our time or, or that we want to do with our time. We have growing families and other priorities. Um you know, I think that's a challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, and it, it comes back to something I had. My business coach has me repeat weekly, just because I can doesn't mean I should. <laughs> and I think you're in that place right yes. now of like, man, I, I, I see ways to scale this and grow it, and you were down that path, and now you're like, wait a minute. I love what I do. I'm making enough money. Like, I'm on a trajectory that's way more successful than I ever dreamed. Like, let me harness what I got. Tell me a little bit about your thought process there and where you're at in that. Well, yeah, I'm in it right now. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's very difficult. And it's it's to figure to figure it out. And um, you really kind of got to delve deep into who you are and what the, you know, the eight-year-old boy inside of us wanted, right? And that's really what this comes down to. Like, I'm, I never dreamed. In my wild is that I could, first of all, make an income doing what I do, be as successful, have the family, have the time, have the security from, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really crazy. But the problem is you get successful and you start looking forward and saying, 
but I could do this and I could do that and I could yes. go down this road. And I mean, I could, you know, you can map out a path to tens of, of 20s of millions of dollars and then it's like, but wait, why? Like, wait, what do I, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't see why. It's, it's like that adage about the old fishermen. Oh, you can, you know, what are you doing fishing all day? You can buy a fleet of boats and you could grow this and then what do you, and then you can have millions of dollars and you can sit on the beach and fish all day. He's like, I'm doing that now. Like, you know, it's <laughs> oh like, clear um, so like, yeah, up. It's, it's like, why? And, and I mean, this is even oh currently God. because we, we, we had a, a, a jam up summer and we weren't full. We had a jam up summer. We weren't full. I can go more, and we are. We're instilling another program next year, a fishing camp. So uh, right now our program runs from 9 to 2. We're doing from 3 to 5.45 on that boat you mentioned. We just built our uh, what's getting finished right now in Connecticut, but we had it all summer, our 33-foot uh, tour. It's called Fish and Explorer, East End Explorer. So um, we use it Love for it. exploring for the camp and then fishing for our fishing camp. And um, that's going to be a whole other avenue of income but i'm still involved i'm still it's it's i love fishing that's why we're doing it it's not about it's like we're gonna the kids say where are we going i don't know we're going where i want to go and you guys are gonna follow along and you're gonna love it because i am you know going back in time 30 years and being a little boy too with the mind of a grown-up to keep you safe when and analyzing the weather and the tides but ultimately, let's go find something cool. Yeah. Let's go check something out. Like, and so I think I got off topic on the original question. I, I start thinking about this, and it's just like, oh, why do I not want to, like, scale it? Because then I have to hire people to do what I love to do. And I don't want – I mean, I have an internship program with Stony Brook. We've talked about having a, a UGA, Stony Brook connection. Uh, we might still do that, but – I don't want to be hands-off. I want to be hands-off. I built this so I could fish. Ten years ago, I got my captain's license because I knew one day I wanted to do something like this. I want to do this. I don't want anybody else doing my job. But to get that tens of millions of dollars, you got to delegate and scale, and all of a sudden, you're not doing what you love. And You're in an office on the shore yeah, I'm loving running payroll and managing schedules and doing paperwork and all the other stuff. Other people are out there yeah. giving tours and on a kayak. Yeah. And well, my wife, on. Beth, does the payroll now. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to do but, that part. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. If you yeah. And I think this is, this is the crazy thing about entrepreneurship. And for most of us, we got into something because we love it mm -hmm. or, or we were doing something as an employee mm -hmm. and we transitioned it into our own business because mm -hmm. – we saw the benefits and the, the different opportunities in doing that. But then we started reading or watching on Instagram of how mm -hmm. you scale or how you should be the CEO or how you should be the technician in your business. You should be the owner and you got to get yourself out of the work mm -hmm. and the day-to-day. -day. And so then we got on the road of employees and management and scalability. And before you know it, we're not doing what we love. It's exactly right. And like, all right, let's go back to social media for a second. Like it is a, in what I'm doing, it is a necessary evil. Um, a oh, lot, 100%. You know, I, you know, parents, I mean, I got, and you, you follow me. I follow oh, I love you. it. Yeah. It's awesome. I get to watch people like crabbing and y'all catch all sorts of cool stuff yeah. and show stuff. It's awesome. Um, so I, and like when, you know, when I'm doing social media in the summers, I'm not, I'm, I'm creating content. I'm not 
consuming content. And the content I create is showing the parents, uh, you know, uh, of the East End, of where we are in Long Island, what we're doing every day. And so that they could see their kids, for one. They can, other parents can see it. Like, oh, I want my kid doing these things. And, and showing that it's not, you're not just dropping your kid off at a dirt road and that's it. Like, we are, these, these are vivid days, you know, that it's not just, it's not dodgeball camp. And it's not, we're not just sitting around two parents picking up. We're doing these awesome activities. That's a good point. It's, yeah, it's not just for promotion. It's for, like, validation. The validation like, and consistency. Yeah. Because the truth is, I, you know, like, you know, on any given day, I have over a billion dollars worth of children dropped off on the end of a dirt road. <laughs> and and, and I'm, they call, you know, it's a... It's funny, but I've been called the Pied Piper on many occasions because I'm like, follow me, children. Let's go see the sea, you know. And they trust me it. because it's it's real. But then also new clients want to like, okay, well, what are you doing? Check out our Instagram. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, you guys caught baby horseshoe crabs? You guys caught a yeah, it's like in the palm of your yeah. hand, a little tiny, like tiny horseshoe. It's right. like the, one of the coolest things I've ever seen on Instagram, by uh, the way. <laughs> a, a five foot wide butterfly stingray that you know we rarely catch in Shinnecock Bay. Like these are awesome things. But then season ends, and then I'm still on Instagram. I don't have content anymore. So now you're and consuming. Then I have time, and I'm consuming. You're an entrepreneur, you're bored, and you're consuming content. And you see that entrepreneur is like, go get it, go get it. And then I'm like, wait a second, this is is a bad temptation. Like, I don't need any of this. Like, if I – that's going to cause me stress and drama. Like – I don't need that. Like it's 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 very unhealthy. It's just very. It is unhealthy. not happy paddle happy. Right. It is not paddle. And so I have to like conscientiously put on a Buffett song and remove myself from that. Like oh yeah, that's I remember who I am before Instagram. This is when I go on and I book a flight. But I have kids, so I don't leave anywhere. But this is when I actually go out and pursue more and more. And and it is a problem too because. When you're used to consuming life so hard, and then you're forced slow down. I've been in Athens for three days. I've been back from New York for three days, having a little trouble. <laughs> but my children it's and like my an wife adjustment. make like, it worthwhile. Yeah, and it's not like I don't have a laundry list of things to do. Sure, but it's like I want all of it. Yep. And so I keep saying, "What am I going to do in Athens? Why well, I should do this and build this property?" I'm like, wait, wait, wait. To what end? To what end? And then I say, I can't get a job because, I mean, I'd work for free. I'll do some volunteer. I don't, because I need to, I need to go back to New York. I have my life there. And so it's a constant struggle. It, it, yep. I don't think it's ever going to get better. That's where it's so, it's so fulfilling and rewarding to enjoy this journey and honestly to just, Living the fruits of our labor of 15 years of hard work and grit and grind and hustle and sacrifice. Like, you're in a position now where you have a really successful business. You have a huge demand. You're loving what you do. You have built something that you never dreamed it would be of of this level. You have rental houses. You have all sorts of different connections and relationships and an awesome family and all the things that you've worked so hard to put in place over the last 15 years. And so we get here and we, now we like, we understand, Hey, it's scaling may not be for me. That's not what I want. I I can do it. I see the avenues to do it, but I love being on the water. I don't want to 
be in some office somewhere running some company with 50 employees. Right. Um, but there's still that entrepreneur side of like, that gets us in trouble. I, I, I yeah. live in that same place, dude. I, I, I have, I've mapped out the next seven years of my life. Um, I'm, have my business in a place of clarity to where I know what I want. I know what I don't want my life. I freed up time, you know, we have a little boy now, but I still find myself like looking and grabbing at stuff. And for me, it, man, God, it's such a curse. It's such a problem. It's such a blessing and a curse. Um, I, it was real estate, you know, for us for a while. And I'm like, we don't need any more rental properties. We don't, we have, yeah, we, we have, five houses in Charleston and Keele. We have multiple properties here in Athens. We got commercial, we got residential. Like I don't need, we're, we're on a path to greatly exceed every goal and every financial passive income mark I've ever laid out. And it's like, why? Why would I buy another one? Why don't I do something else? So I'm like, I gotta stop. I gotta get off the realtor yeah. app. I gotta stop looking at properties. Well, then it turned to like, vehicles and like I love classic vintage four-wheel drives Land Rovers mm. and all Toyota Land Cruisers and all the things and so that turned into like buying and selling those and making money on those and that almost ended up a business before I got too far into it and so I'm like I gotta stop that and so then all of a sudden I don't know why I guess like having a little boy I got into like bicycles like we're gonna go bike riding we're gonna get out in nature and we're gonna do these like long family bike rides and travel and ride bikes and stuff. So I, I like started like buying like mountain bikes and road bikes <laughs> and like all this little gear for that. And so there's always something pulling, I feel mm-hmm. like us in the direction of doing something or bigger or better or more. And I'm like, no, just stop. And so for me, it's the same thing. It's always boredom when I have downtime and Typically, some version of Instagram or Facebook Marketplace. I started going on these. Oh, places. I'm on Marketplace all the time. I'm looking right. at things. I'm like, oh, this would be a great beach truck. And if I and if it just dies, I just leave it and I will tow it away. And whatever, yeah. start, whatever. And it's like, what am I doing? Why? Like, what am I doing? Why? <laughs> I mean, up until last night, I'm yeah. looking at these things, you know. Um, and I'll probably go look at one today. I mean, you know, but it's like, <laughs> I I, it. not that I need any of this because I, I and, and I'm like, and also again, it's got to be a good deal. <laughs> and, and like you know, only the best deal. Uh, but I, I mean, I like to be. I don't know. It's like it's that it's that duality of like that simple life because I sell simplicity. You do. I you have figured it out. You have at a high premium. I sell simplicity <laughs> to and and I have my clients are are you are are these very uh, they're entrepreneurs they're they're they're. Celebrities, they're they're politicians. They don't want to get very, away from the get complex, away from get so away from the busyness. Me. Yeah. But then, as they every time they call me because I do a good job, I get more successful, which makes me closer to what they are, which in turn makes me. <laughs> You're gonna be stress. paying for your own service. That's right. Two. And so I'm like, um, so it, it's it is it, like doing the job makes me slow down. It forces me to slow down, and that's when I don't have that force slow down. It's it's it is hard. I, I really. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out right now. And, and it, again, it's like a conscious push and pull of, like we said, the Jimmy Buffett song, don't let your intuition be blinded by ambition. Yep. You know, it's like my intuition is to be a wanderer, be an explorer, be a, a gypsy, look around the corner, see something new, um, try something new, you know, see the world. Uh, right now we're on a slowdown. You know what you want. 
and you have it. We just gotta make well, sure we don't here, screw it up. Yeah, and here's the thing, like so so you know, my wife, who's my best friend, my partner and everything, and yeah. I would anything in the world for her, she's not an entrepreneur. She is she's a professor at the university. She is passionate about her job. I love that. I'm so glad she found that. She has a great balance. I think her other job is dealing with me, trying to encourage her to run away to wherever <laughs> and homeschool the kids while traveling through India or Africa you or are both. You so speaking my language <laughs> right I'm now. I'm like, we don't need any of this. We just got to be back in May for the camp for, for yeah, East absolutely. End Explorer. And we could just travel. We could rent out all the house. We could sell them. I don't care. Let's just get out of here and go and tra- and eat you know, uh, you know, eat samosas in Kerala and go have uh, pad thai in Chiang Mai and, and just go, just go. And because I used to be able to do that. And as an entrepreneur, we are not bound by, let's be honest, we're not bound by rules. No. We do whatever we want and we build the rules around. That's why we can never work for anybody Absolutely else. Not. Get Absolutely not. fired. I've been fired <laughs> we get, every job yes. they've ever said. And it's like, no, because there's other ways to do it. And you're wrong. You were trained. I mean, my wife is an education professor. And I think the education system is training factory workers. And it is. And, like, I went to school. I went to graduate school. I'm educated. Uh, it's a joke. Like, it's a joke. I had a lot of fun. I learned things. But, you know, no more. I learned way more being in a country, not speaking a language, stuck, uh, you know, that I didn't realize was a holiday that I had never heard of. And every place is closed. And I took a late bus and I'm 2 a.m. in a city that I've never been to with everything I own. And I'm two months out of the country and another two months to go. That's where you learn who you are. That's where you hang yes. under a bridge until the sun comes up and then go find a hostel room to go sleep it off and then figure out where you're going to get breakfast. Those are the challenges that I think make people. And when you – it's like taking a wild animal out of, out of, out of the jungle and putting them <laughs> in the zoo. It's like, I mean, you know, you can only pay so much. So you find things to do. You find challenges. But now we have kids. Yep. And so – there's the challenge and the kids are the challenge and you're not allowed to risk your life anymore you're not allowed to gamble so much anymore because you have to take care of these children and you have to make sure that they have everything and they might not be like us as much as we can't imagine that they might not they might want a stable job and regular life that is hard to swallow it's very scary it's like what do you mean you're not going to just go venture but that's you know we can't push it on them, but we have to change our lives to them. We brought them in. 100%. And so... So what's the right balance? You and <laughs> oh I... Oh, my God. I, I mean, it, it truly is a constant challenge, I think, for both of us to to enjoy the journey and enjoy what we have and, and really the fruits of our labor of the opportunity that most people never get to truly, like, paddle happy and live mm-hmm. in the place that we're at. But there's some desire of... Like, what's the balance? Like, I really love the slack tide and just sit there and chill and look at the water and look at nature and spend an hour checked out, but also have a huge desire for the chaos of nobody's ever run these rapids before. I I see a path to do something that would be the 1% of the 1% of next level. Like, how do we balance that? Or what's the answer to the next 
steps in our journey? I, could, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, for for me now, it's like doing what I can in the in the position that I'm in. Like my, we just finished a major remodel on remodel. Remodel is an understatement. It's a gut <laughs> renovation yeah, addition, year and a half. <laughs> Just total chaos on our house. More difficult than new construction. Wow, more. Yeah, and it was very expensive, and we're still... And so, like, coming off of that, my plan is, like, I guess I'm going to start booking little trips, you know, and that's it. Like, and you know what I'm doing now? I'm reaching out to friends that I don't get to see because their kids are getting older. They don't necessarily live here. And I'm like... Hey, would you be interested in like doing an annual fishing trip? Like oh, I'm trying that. to do things like that because I well, I've always had time, but they never did. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm gonna make time to form these like relationships again. And I don't know. Like I'm I'm still figuring it out. I'll let you know if I ever do. Yes, I don't yes. think I will. Um I think it's gonna be just constantly like appreciate <laughs> when you're in the know when you're in the good times. And the other time, just appreciate it that it's not my time. It's my kids' time. Yeah. Because our kids are in school. They're, 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 they're with their friends. They're with my, you know, my wife is doing her work that she loves. I need to appreciate the fact that they come to my world for four months. We keep our kids out of school for a month just to be there. You know, my daughter, she works at our camp. And she's going to, you know, I pay her and she gets to use that money over the over the winter as her spending money trying to teach about money she's 15 like i want her to get her captain's license she can, like i want to give these experiences to them and then here i need to respect that this is their place and i can't run away from it and i i, I made that choice and to have them there means i they, they get to have me here and that's a light bulb moment there and i think you you nailed it we we learn to live in both and really appreciate both of them because when we're in one, it makes us desire the other one and how valuable it is to have the opportunity to do both. It, an analogy for me, and this is something my wife knew and I do when we travel, um, it was she did not love the idea in the beginning. She has grown to love it and appreciate it. But when we travel, especially when we go on like kind of big adventurous trips, we'll spend about half the trip in really rustic like mm -hmm. settings and places we stay, we'll, we'll stay in teepees, we'll stay in yurts, we'll we'll camp, we'll do, we'll stay in some cabin on a river that doesn't have power. But then the other parts of the trip, the other days, we'll stay in like the nicest, most expensive, swankiest hotels or resorts that that they have. And so, man, you. It's so awesome because we so appreciate like waking up in a teepee in the middle of the night, like walking out and going to the bathroom in the woods under the stars. Like this is amazing, and yeah. like we don't even have cell service. But then you get to like a resort that's got like Starbucks and hot water and like fancy towels. It's like oh my god, this is amazing. We do the same thing. You can't. I feel like you can't <laughs> appreciate one without thing. the other. Right. And so right. It's, maybe it's the same thing in our entrepreneurial life and our journey of like figuring out how to paddle happy for us is like. Man, we truly love this part of it of running and going and hustling and grinding and working way too much and taking risk. 
We also love the side of having less stress and passive income and being with our families and not having to work or clock in and out. And so, yeah, and so far probably, we do exactly the probably same both. Thing. It is. You're right. It is. And we, we, the exact same thing. I mean, every trip is like that for us too. It's like, I, I love being close to the earth. Like I love being close to the earth. Like, so we did a trip in um, March. We were, I had been to Panama multiple times. Uh, Beth had been there once before with me. We went on our honeymoon, um, which is a whole crazy story because it's supposed to be India, and then anyway, it got changed 48 <laughs> hours. But I like spur of the moment. You know, I'm good yep. on my feet. Um, but we stayed in the San Blas Islands, which are it's an indigenous community, the Gunayala people. And it, there's 360 to 400 set little islands. I mean, some of these islands you could throw a rock across. And each island has its own matriarch and family. And there's no power and there's huts and there's no Wi-Fi. And um, it was fantastic. But then we come into Panama City and, you know, we rent the swankiest apartment. Yes. Multiple bedrooms. You can see the Pacific Ocean from one side. You can see the ruins from the other. We're going out to nice dinners. But I love that duality. Absolutely. I really love that duality. And that does kind of keep you feet. For me, at least, the problem is that and people would say it's a dream, but I shut the business down for eight months. That's a long time. That is a lot of I don't want to live in a resort or a fancy thing for eight months. <laughs> you know, I want Absolutely. both. I need I need that need instant. Yeah. Um I so, love that. Yeah, trying to figure it out. You know, I, I, I think that I don't know, I'm hoping that uh as as my son Jack gets a little older, he's more we can do more things. Um yeah. That's awesome, man. That, that's, you know, I think all of us need to pers- be pursuing the journey for us of, like, enjoying where we're at, enjoying, like, living in the journey of where we're at in our entrepreneur space or business space or life or employee space. Enjoy that, appreciate it, and then appreciate the other side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're outside of that or you're, you're having downtime or family time, I think it – all the way around, we've all need to be in pursuit of what's our paddle happy, what's mm-hmm. our you know happy life, and just something I don't think we, especially in the U.S., we just don't keep in front of us all the time. It's it's more mm-hmm. pushing towards what society tells us to do, or Instagram tells us to do, or other entrepreneurs are doing, or what books say, or motivational speakers, and it's like man, find figure out what your happy is, and and just keep that in front of you every day, and yeah. that's, you know that should be the reason. The true vision board. Yes, absolutely. The true vision board. One hundred. The one hundred percent. You know, but not that man. I've had I've had vision boards of airplanes right. and all sorts of different stuff, and uh, just, and and I've I've been on the path to get those. Like it's, and I've figured out that's not what I want. Yeah, that's it's not my thing to maintain. It's <laughs> not my paddle happy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm like, geez, and I and I know I could figure out how to afford it if I'm willing to sacrifice and work all the time. Mm-hmm. Or, go into a path down business that I don't love what I do. And so yeah. it's golly, it's 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 wild, man. This is this has been an Eric Chad like episode of like therapy session almost. Right. I feel like we're like <laughs> both in similar places and then covering that. All right, my man. I do um there's one thing like I have an opportunity we are we Ooh. we are partnering up with um it used to be a boat building facility and 
then it became a nightclub, the Conscience Point Inn, a very swanky nightclub. On the Ooh, water. I'm intrigued. They, well, then they got shut down when a woman, a uh, New York socialite, drove through a crowd of people about 20 years ago. And so it was big hubbub in, in page six. I you know, bet. That kind of stuff. And so now um, there's a nonprofit called the North Sea Maritime Center, and they have a stewardship agreement with the town to run the program. And I am going to, or to run the building. And I am um, going to be the, program operator and, and kind of running things through there. Um, and actually they, with our, our boat, they've granted us the boat slip in the marina, which all oh this is 50 yards from Conscience Point, which is actually where New York State started, which I've run out of a historical site. Um, we're partnered with the History Museum. So it's all in one little home base. And once that grows... And once that actually gets the funding, we need like another million bucks and we'll, we'll start putting things together. Um, another two, three years out for, for getting Love really it. finished with everything. Then that's the next scale where I still can be hands-on, but I can offer programs that I think will be beneficial to children that I might not want to run. For instance, uh, I want to get into nature photography. I'm not a photographer, but I can see the appeal. Yeah. There's a type of, of, of kid that would really oh love my it. god um, yes things like that so that is our next scale um i need to learn to let the universe dictate that like i can't control <laughs> these things so like i'm already trying to happen push instead of push now. yes yeah. <laughs> the push that's For where instance, we get into trouble we i have an opportunity to run a shuttle service to get campers from further out but then I'm dealing with vehicles. Then I'm dealing with drivers. Do I want these kids riding with the drivers that I have? What if Pay for accident? insurance. You got to make enough money to cover that all of a sudden. Yeah. And now it's a whole hamster wheel. And then it's like, but then I'm going to have bigger groups. And then I've got to split the groups. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Why again? Why? And you're probably going to make the same amount of money. Uh, maybe less. <laughs> right? Maybe less. Maybe less. I got, so it's like, wait a second. I what run I lean. I run lean. I run tight. I, the... The program works. Everybody's happy. I'm ecstatic. My daughter comes to work with me. My son's getting old enough to be a camper at our camp. We go fishing and, and hunting critters all day. Forget it. That's it. Just don't life, screw it up. Yeah, Just don't is, screw it up. Enjoy yourself, right? I mean, Man, I love at it. At the end of the day, you can't take any of this with you. 100%. And I always like to say, I was broke when I started. Whatever. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, right? <laughs> I love it. Oh, funny story about that. I, well, my wife and I got married. It's so interesting how this is – actually, we started dating 15 years ago. Um, I told her, like, early into it, I said, I'm just going to be completely honest. We're probably going to either be really rich or broke. Like, I don't live in the in-between. Like, I <laughs> – but the, the average normal path is not for me. And I think that's the way most entrepreneurs feel. Yeah. And you're like, hey, end up back broke. So what? Been there before. Right, I, right. I, I, I know how to build stuff back and do stuff again. Yeah. I love it, man. All right, this is my favorite part of the episode. This is the part of the Stronger Business Podcast where we get to have Eric's max out moment. This is where you get to leave our audience. They don't listen to anything else in this whole episode. One tip, one takeaway, one tactic, a piece of advice, something to go do, something to think about over the weekend. What is your stronger business max out moment for our audience today? I would say, you know, direct your life in a way that you're doing something that you truly love where the money doesn't matter that you would pay to do it. If if you do that, you your success will 
emanate from you. People see your positivity. If uh, you know, if I'm at the beach and there's a kid and a crab, I'm going to show this kid the crab. No charge. This is just what I do. I love sharing what I love. And that's why I'm successful because I come to work every day happy and ready to be there. And that is contagious. So whatever you do, whether that's building houses or taking care of patients or helping somebody figure out their finances and achieve their dream, if, if you're excited to do it, you're going to do well. And that's it. And it doesn't matter how much money you make as long as your needs are met. When your needs are met, you'll be surprised how the money just exponentially grows because you're happy. And you don't need anything. You're not looking to fill it with anything else. So do what you love. Life short. Man, I love that so much. I could not agree more. It, it's the old find what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Right. Like I mean, it's it's. Let me ask you this though, I dude, I cannot agree more. I'm 43. You're about to turn 40. Like we are totally living into that, and we love what we do every day, which means it doesn't feel like work. Which is why I do it probably 65, 70 <laughs> hours a week because I just love it. I come in here on Saturdays, so I don't even have to. <laughs> it's insane, but I love it. But let me ask you this. Did you always believe that? Yeah. See, I didn't. Yeah. I thought that was complete BS for probably 10 years of my life. I'm like, that's BS, a bunch of like fluff, fluff, like you got to go grind, hustle, work, get after it. I didn't believe that. I thought I was going to be poor anyway. But So I didn't care. <laughs> so I didn't care. I didn't care. Like whatever. I thought I was going to be poor. See, and I probably would be way wealthier had I pursued these things. But I mean, I spent a decade traveling. There's all this time that I didn't make money, but you know what? Whatever. I got these experiences that are worth, I would never trade that. These memories, these I, these experiences I've had that, you know, I share some and most of them I keep to myself, but like I got to live. And to know if a job didn't make me happy, I just quit. See, you're so much smarter and realize things so much faster than the rest of us. Because for me, I didn't. But but here's the thing. Like, I I mean, it, for, for an accountant and a guy that lives in numbers and spreadsheets in black and white, this is like a whole new revelation of hard to say. But there's something about energy and vibe and being happy. The money follows it. Like, That's right. When I started only doing what I love, when I started getting rid of the other stuff, or I started stopped chasing the projects or things that just made money, because I could and I was good at it. When I started getting rid of all that stuff and just doing what I love and being happier and more energetic and exciting and having just more time for stuff, I started making way more money. It doesn't, on paper, I can't make it make sense, but it just works and it happens. And you're right. When you start doing that kind of stuff, somehow the money just follows and comes in and it's super cool. And but, Chad can help you find fun ways to write on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which we got some ideas. Boy, I mean, how many people get right off boats and kayaks? Yeah, and well, I've got some new ideas that we'll talk to. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Well, man, that is an awesome max out moment. It aligns with everything you believe in with live happy, paddle happy, and, and everything that you do with Easton Explorer, the brand of, of what y'all are doing. Y'all are providing life-changing experiences for families and kids. Man, I'm, I'm a, I've been swearing to get up there for two years and – we keep doing crazy stuff like like having a baby that, that gets in the way, but I'm going to do it. I'm excited. I want to be a camper. I want my son to be a camper. Where do people find you at? How do they connect? How do they learn more? Yeah, so uh, not that I encourage Instagram, but on Instagram, we're <laughs> East End Paddler, and uh, that's our main Instagram account. Uh, we also have East End Explorer Camp. Um, 
but uh, our website is eastendexplorer.com or eastendexplorercamp.com. We're based in Southampton, New York, uh, in particular North Sea. Um, and then we, we explore the Peconic Bay region and the Shinnecock Bay region. Uh, and it's all about, yeah, just getting people in touch with nature and connection. I love it, man. I encourage everybody out there, go follow Eric and East End on Instagram. You'll see some awesome stuff. I mean, it's really cool what you learn through watching you guys explore in the water and all the stuff you're teaching. Go to strongerbusiness.com. Share this with anybody out there that you think would love this episode. And uh, we'll see you next week.